Welcome to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. What's happening, the hot stuff? I'm a man who discovered the wheel and built the Eiffel Tower out of metal and brawn. That's what kind of man I Welcome am. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There That's right. It's the moment you've been waiting for. Oh, James, look at the butt on that. Yeah. He must work out. Time to stop worrying about your weight. Stop thinking about your jackass of a boss. And get ready to win with the Fat Jack. Here's the deal. I'm the best there is. Plain and simple. Nobody can hang with my stuff. It's a big, hairy American winning machine. If you play the games against the spread, this is the most important hour of your day. So sit back, grab some Funyuns, and get ready to win. And now, here he is, along with the Fat Jack Dancers, the number one sports consultant in America, the Fat Jack. Hello and welcome to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Thank you so much for joining us. It's a new year, a new you. Boy, the sun is out. Hopefully where you are, it's out here. Um, excited about the year. Excited about wrapping up a great 2023 and ready to make you some money, or hopefully make you some money betting on sports as we head into the new a season of uh, playoffs in the NFL, basketball, of course, everything going on. Let me quickly bring in my co-host from Louisville, Kentucky. Let's get you some free winners. Let's get you some a recap of the year, uh, a look ahead in the playoffs, and so much more uh, from Louisville, Kentucky. Mr. Brandon Rush, how are you, buddy? I am splendid. Hope the uh, the holidays were great for you and, and everyone listening. Uh, to be honest with you, the, uh, the the rolling of the calendar over to 2024, a bit bittersweet just because 2023 was such a good winning year that you hate to like have a timestamp of like, all right, that's over. Now we move on. Yeah, uh, luckily, Brandon, and, and I, I'm always the same way. I feel that way after every football season. So yeah, football season, sure. there's a little bit of sadness along with what's almost always a big payday a great end of the season. There's always a little bit of sadness because uh, we're wrapping up, generally speaking, this year, this year, I mean, top five mm-hmm. so far. I mean, maybe higher. I mean, we are I'll, – I'll do the math at the end, but the amount of money that we've made and the amount of profit produced this year, and especially if Baltimore happens to get through the Super Bowl, <laughs> um, if they win the Super Bowl, it will be number one probably. And I, that is saying a lot. I've been doing this for 30 years. And a lot of I have clients out there that have been been with us for the better part of 30 years, and they they have actually reached out. And I don't love it when they do because I feel like if they reach out when it's going great, then that gives them a pass to reach out. If it's not going great. I don't want to hear sure. from people. It's not going great. So, but I will tell you that it's been one of those where I, you know that I they want to throw parades for me. I mean, I've had a few that give me bonuses based on how much money they've made. Um, a lot of people trying to get paid from their books or trying to get paid from the offshore sports book. Thankfully, if you live in one of the states that has legalized sports gambling, you don't have to worry about that um, because that is a, that's a real thing. Uh, bookies are really good when you lose and not great when you win. And this year it has been foot on the throat for months and months and week after week at FatJackSports.com. So great, great year uh, wrapping up 2023, heading into 2024. Uh, but, as, if you look at the results tab, we're going to go over that later in the show because I do think it's important to to slow down a little bit when we talk about the turn into the new year. This is something every year that I'll get emails about um, about you know Jack, there's fewer games and how are we going to why is it this much and all that. I mean, you'll get guys that um, just generally speaking think because there's fewer games there might be less profit. But when you go to FatJackSports.com and look at the results tab, go to the 2022-2023 football results. 
Go to basketball, too. Uh, we even talked about hoops. We'll talk about that later in the show, but incredible run in hoops. Uh, but the football, January, in, in 2023, I want to say was third, maybe second, in total number of units won, third in total number of units, and first in percentage of profit. Go look at the results tab there, Brandon. Let's just do that right now because I do have some other things, but they're not on football and not on sports, actually. Um, and we are going to give some free winners. We have, the, of course, the big bowl game or the big national championship coming up this weekend. Um, we'll talk a tiny bit about that, but more about the playoffs, week 18, how do you handle that in the NFL. But if you go to the results tab for last year, this is for people that are thinking about signing up and thinking, well, the, season's, the season is not over. And when you look at the results from last year in January, as I said, number one percentage-wise of ever, all 12 months, and that's in a year that I just let off the show saying this might be the best, the best. Right. season we've had. Why do I have all these photos of weird things? You're randomly scrolling your phone? and, and... I'm looking at all photos. I've got like, not, I don't even know what this is. <laughs> that's a, a dangerous proposition. Them. Honestly, a bunch of them. It's not. It's not porn. Anything crazy. It's just a whole lot of crazy photos. What? Are, what's going on? I got one of chicken or eggs. Somebody hacked my phone. Maybe. I don't, what's going on? But where are we? Get, I got to get the results. I don't care about any of this. So results from from last year. Yeah, it started with the uh, the college football playoff. Uh, Georgia TCU, and an absolute whitewash because uh, TCU absolutely got dominated in the championship game. I mean, I could, as you're doing, go to the website. That like we I, direct people to all the time, FatTrackSports.com. Instead of looking the at the, the screensaver things on my telephone. But now I'm there. Right. I found it. So let's just, yeah, look at the, just the playoffs. So we're, we're starting with, actually, we'll go to week 18. Week, ni- week 19, which is where we're heading into, right? This is week 19 overall, is that right? Uh, if you if you include yeah the bowls and the the final week yeah because exactly because college football starts uh, the the week before the NFL so it's eighteen weeks in the NFL season so this weekend upcoming would technically be week nineteen, 19. so if you look at nineteen from last year one two three four five six seven eight nine nine and two opinions five and zero oh, nine and two in the uh, in the football uh, that was week nineteen so you went nine and two and you're like well Jack that's awesome but how'd you do after that. Then we get to the playoffs, Brandon, and the playoffs got stupid. Nine yes. and two wasn't stupid. The playoffs got stupid. Um, one, we had a teaser. Two, three, four, five. You know what? I'm not going to go through it. Go to the website, but I will just tell you, eighty-five percent, something in that right? Some stupid Scandy Capper type number results last year. I mean, that is what happened in the month of January, and it continued. Look at the playoffs. Winner, 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 winner. All of those won. Everything won. We did not have many losing games in January last year. So if you're out there thinking, hey, maybe it's too late, maybe I shouldn't sign up, go to FatJackSports.com. First, look at the results tab. Then go get signed up because, it, as I said, the highest percentage of any month came uh, last year during the month of January. So FatJackSports.com, si- time to sign up, time to win. How was your holiday, Brandon? Let's talk about New Year's. Let's talk about uh, Christmas, that type of stuff. It was all actually pretty uh, pretty tame. You know, we didn't go anywhere for Christmas or New Year's because we went home for a, a big shindig Thanksgiving weekend. So we just kind of hung out, uh, went to uh, the casino on Christmas Eve uh, and, and played out there, watched some games, 
uh, actually stayed out there Christmas Eve night and then Christmas Day came back, did the uh, the whole um, go to a movie and uh, eat Chinese food uh, Christmas Day and uh, with some friends. And and then really New Year's, I didn't even make it till midnight. Uh, did get woken up, though, at 1201, uh, thanks to uh, fireworks and gunshots. Uh, one of uh, one of the country's favorite games when you get woken up from a sleep where you try to determine what that sound actually was. Combination of both, probably. Yeah, gunshots have, have been new are new to me. Uh, I saw we were down in Florida last year, down in St. Petersburg, and I heard gunshots for the first time. I, I think that might be the dumbest tradition ever. It's it's um, on the list. If it's not one, it's it's one A. I'm okay with fireworks, but I mean, just shooting a gun randomly into the sky or at the, at anything because it turns from twenty three to twenty four seems to me borderline reckless. Yeah, I mean, you, and then you if might. you're if you're still doing it at three a.m. Now you're just a jackass. It's time to go to bed. Yeah, that, that's you know, the jackasses go to bed around 12 or stop that at least around 1230 or one. If you're non jackass, if you are, you just keep going, I guess. But that's pretty much just day one of 365 of being an idiot. So, yep. if not, um, then you're, you're just a loser shooting off fireworks at 2 a.m. on a random Tuesday. Yeah, you're right. And which makes you and everybody around you look stupid. Um, I had, you know, I had one of those. I jumped into the deep end of the pool over the holidays, Brandon. Um, decided my infinite wisdom to fly to come to the boat we have a boat down in florida that most people know who listen to the show Mm -hmm. it has five bedrooms but it's not i i really am not advised to use all five bedrooms i really shouldn't use any of them because when you do that you put at least six or seven different people in uh in a boat that anything can happen and typically does so we we're at the boat for the holidays and you know i I just tell people it's a quick story and then we'll get to the bowl game the, I tell people when they come on the boat, listen, if you have to go number two, no, no. you could go number two. It, it has it has plumbing, has but, but I'd rather you not. In a perfect world, there's a marina, has five-star facilities. Take if a stroll you, and just take care of business. Take a stroll, drop a deuce, and come back. It's beautiful. It's like living in a fish tank. <laughs> so not a big deal, you know, right. and I, I think it's pretty simple instructions. And I say it just like that to everybody. So I have my, my my daughter, my son, his wife, and um, my mother all on the boat. We, one night we go out. They're only here like three days, you know, and then we're okay. going to go get on a cruise, which is a totally different group of problems, um, getting the whole family together. My mom's going to fly back to Oklahoma, but before she does, we're all on the boat. We decided to go to dinner. She says she didn't want to go, didn't want to go to the boat, or didn't want to go to dinner. So she's staying on the boat. My mom is here by herself on the boat and I which is fine. I thought well, how uh, what's the worst thing that can happen? Right, right. She's not so going to sail a, off in 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 hijack and become a pirate. Doesn't know how to start it. Can't take it out, you know? It's a lot bigger than she could handle and I I think she's just, you know, she's not that crazy yet. I think she wouldn't do that. So we so we're out to dinner. She calls and says, "Hey, it's really dark here." Uh, yeah, it tends to do that on the ocean, mom. I mean, there's not a ton of lights. There are lights in the boat. Turn the lights on. Okay, well, so so she turns some lights on. So we get back from dinner, and she's walking up the dock, and I, I guess to meet us. I'm not, I thought like she's going to meet us, and I said, "All right, hey mom, what's up?" She said, "Well, I'm going to the restroom." I said, "Okay." So I, I, I sent my my son and his wife to follow her to the bathroom, and we come down. Well, you have to have a fob, Brandon, to get in the bathroom. A little, okay. just a little key to unlock it. Well, it's not I, it's not open to the general public. You got to have an access to to actually get into the to the private bathroom. Access right. to get in. So I so I come onto the boat. Assume because she's gone to the bathroom about six times before. We've been here two or three days. That everybody knows that you have to have a fob. So my 
son and daughter-in-law, they walk up with her. And so I get on the boat and I turn the lights on and just hang out. So, so I'm on the boat. Here they come back down the dock. And I said, okay, that sounds great. This It's been 10 or 15 minutes. They get on the boat and I said, well, how did it go? And, and my son and daughter-in-law said, well, it did, didn't go great. So we didn't go great. She was going to the bathroom. Well, she didn't take the fob, and so we looked over. She just dropped her pants, dropped a deuce right there next to the bo- next to the place. Uh, this is why we can't have nice things. I, s- I said, "What? What do you mean? She- what? What is that? What does that even? What does that even mean? What? Somebody help me here! What does that right. even? How do I? What do I do Ex- with that? Explain this to me like I'm five. Dad, she walked up. It wasn't open. A black kitty cat came by. She said, oh, I love that black kitty cat. It looks like my black kitty cat. She pulled her pants down, went to the bathroom, got back on the boat. That's what happened. And the problem with an elder is that you can't reprimand them for dropping a deuce anywhere. That's not a thing. It's not like she's four. You know, and I could talk to her like a four-year-old. She, she's all real sensitive to that. But, of course, the sure. mom, besides the HOA or whatever it is that I'm paying for that probably prevents that type of activity mm. – was there a reason you just didn't go on the boat? Why are you, you know, what's the problem? Well, you said not to go on the boat. Can't go on the boat. I didn't know. I did not say to go. So we had a whole thing about whether she could go on the boat, couldn't go on. It's my fault, Brandon. The whole thing is my fault. Okay. Be- because my and my infinite wisdom decided that bringing everybody to the boat for the holidays was a good idea. We should have stayed in Oklahoma where everybody knows where the bathrooms are. You don't have you know, to go outside. You don't ever have to leave the house. You never, you can always, although there are people in Oklahoma, I think, that do. Yep. You don't have to. You could go inside most of the time. Never have to. There's not a process. Um, that definitely uh, is. So it's my. I take full responsibility. You flew too but, close to the sun, and it just literally I mean, backfired. I, I tried to do something unique. And, you know, I could talk about the cruise, but it was – you know, you get personalities together. You just you get what you get there too. But we had a good time. It was the holidays. Everybody had a good time. We got some gifts, and uh, the the best part about it was Brandon. As we're going through some of these ports, and by the way, I will scorch uh, celebrity cruise lines later in the year. Oh, not going to oh, use okay. this. Not going to use this forum and this show to do that. But trust me, if you're booking a cruise, don't book with them. Do not, and I'll explain why later. But do not book with them. There are so many reasons why compared <laughs> to the other cruise lines. I mean, it's just. Now, I'm not saying fire on Carnival first thing. You know, you don't want the three-day to down, you know, three-day. Right. Or, or the cheeseburger in Paradise boat that's over here in West Palm that goes out and basically unloads their tanks. And I'm not sure what they're doing over there. There's, drugs are flowing freely, I think. So, um, but, but, I, but I'm just saying that's not the place to go for sure. So uh, we'll talk about that later. But I had a good time. The best part about the cruise was that we just continued winning. We had a couple of days in there. Most guys that know what they're doing, Brandon, got hammered the bowl season. I mm-hmm. mean hammered. Not even close. One in seven. One of the guys I follow that's pretty good, uh, one in seven in the bowls. In Oof. eight bowl games. Very selective in his stuff. One in seven. Um, and a lot of them weren't even close. And you can look foolish in the bowl games, Brandon, without a Absolutely. doubt. Um, a lot of those games you had double digit. Oh, how many times during the year do you notice double digit underdogs that'll win by thirty? I mean, it just doesn't happen that much. Right. And you you had some of those in the bowls. You'll have double digit or or favorites that are up. You know, the Florida State um, Georgia game that looks super easy after the fact, but you, things like that. You'll have games like that 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 a team that you would think would play for something, even with the players that are on, would at least be capable. Now the line moved up past 20, almost to three touchdowns. They would at least be competitive. 
Yeah, I saw the 21 just, prior to kickoff. Exactly. They show up and just throw their helmets down and say, you know what, we're we're here for the for the free stuff. We got an Xbox and something fun to eat. We're we're done. This is this game's not important. Those type things are really super hard to predict. Um, and you have those throughout. But one in one in seven, one of the guys, the other guy, I think, hit twenty percent. So for us to turn any profit in the bowls, I felt pretty good about it. the NFL. Went really good again. We had one one during that stretch a losing Sunday. We went two and three. We had to, it was a Dallas Miami weekend. Yep. Uh, where we lost one more than we won. But we had we we'd gone three and zero oh the Saturday before. Uh, the next weekend. We lose a little bit. We had the Dallas. We had Dallas again. I'm I'm a glutton for punishment. It's like being kicked in the, you know what, and then not wearing a cup next time out. I mean, uh, playing Dallas, McCarthy. I'm done with Dallas, Brandon. McCarthy's he's a bad football coach, and I don't care to anybody. He's he's bad at time management. He is. But, he might be the worst Super Bowl winning head coach in in the history of the league to, at, at time management. He does not understand. It's time and space for for everything. Horrible use of timeouts, and it's been. A, I mean, this dates back to the Brett Favre days in Green Bay. He has always been this way. And when you get into the playoffs, you can't do that. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You you can't do it against any decent team. That's why Dak Prescott. One of the reasons why Dak. They're like a bully. They're like an, a nine year old that's still in kindergarten. Is <laughs> is what he is. He looks like it, and he acts like it. I mean, they are bullying the the uh, Carolinas of the world. Mm. and Washington, and the teams that stink, the Giants, those type teams. And then they get up against another nine-year-old, and they roll over. They figure out a way to get their you-know-what's beat, and they should have lost that game. too. And Dan Campbell's going for – come on, guys. What is going on? We have lost our minds. And I don't even care. I, I needed four. You know what I mean? I needed to win right. by four. So it didn't even matter. But Dan Campbell, report, don't report. Uh, we never got the bottom of that. It looked to me like the offensive lineman was uncovered too. On the other end, if seven, if, if, if both of them didn't report, one of them st- they still had a penalty. It just wasn't that penalty. It was illegal formation. Um, even if you reported, from what I saw on the game, they never mentioned that in the you know on Sunday during the next day. The point is, they shouldn't even had an opportunity there. Mm-hmm. I mean, they go soft in their coverage. They kick the field. They throw it on second. What are you going to do? You go score a touchdown? You're yeah, in field and, goal and throw range. Deep at that. Exactly. Just kick the field goal or at least run a screen. Don't do something stupid that's going to stop the clock because they're out of you want to use those timeouts up. So on third down, you can run it, kick the field goal, be up eight. Odds of losing up eight with a minute with that defense are very slim. Now, of course, they go to a very prevent situation on their form against an offense in Detroit that is really good. Um when you when you play that. Detroit has has exposed that. They've won us a bunch of money this year in exactly that situation. When teams go prevent on them, they will pick them apart. Jared Goff's really, really good. He'd be great in seven on seven. Yes. Um anyway, fatjacksports.com. Get signed up today and start winning. You want to talk about the playoffs? We can take a break. What do you want to do right now? Let's squeeze in a break uh, because with uh, the the playoff uh, national championship game coming up, plus uh, week eighteen of the of the NFL, uh, really intriguing weekend on on tap for us. Let's do that. So we're going to take a quick break. Come right back, and this next segment, I promise, is going to be at least eighty percent sports. So we're going to talk about the games on Sunday. We're going to a little bit talk about. I'm going to have to tell you when we take the show, probably, but um, but a little bit about the national championship game and so much more. Getting you ready to make some money. Basketball's going great. Great time to get signed up. Go to FatJackSports.com. Start winning. Don't go anywhere. Take a quick break. Come right back. You're listening to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. You're listening to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. 
Call 1-800-298-1383 or the simplest thing, log on to FatJackSports.com and get ready to win. Hey, this is the Fat Jack, and we've now started a new year. Are you making any changes that are going to help turn you into a winning sports gambler? Go to FatJackSports.com, and for less than $100 a week, you can consistently build profit betting the games. $100 players up over $4,000 over the last month, and we're going to continue to win into the new year. Players are emailed to you. It's very hassle-free, and you'll consistently make money for less than $100 a week. Go to FatJackSports.com and make 2024 a winning win betting the games. It's a new year, and if you made a resolution this year to be a little bit more out there and and really treat yourself, no better opportunity than right now to use SeatGeek. Whether you want tickets to go see a game, a play, or a concert, SeatGeek has what you are looking for. If you were hoping for NFL playoff tickets in your stocking this year and you missed out, maybe you were hoping to see that boy band reunion tour this spring. SeatGeek is your ticket to new adventures in the new year. When you make your first purchase at SeatGeek, use promo code FATJACKSPORTS to get $20 off any ticket purchase. NFL playoff games, March Madness, golf majors, or Broadway shows, it's all there for you at SeatGeek. Use promo code FATJACKSPORTS to take $20 off your first ticket purchase now at SeatGeek. Welcome back to the Fat Jack Sports Hour, and now here is our host reporting from the Poop Deck. He is the Fat Jack. Thank you, Brandon, so much. FatJackSports.com, segment number two, family, you know, family, that's that's what gets you. You can't man. pick them. You cannot pick them. <laughs> and I'm reminded of that every holiday season, too. Sure. I love them. I love them. Queens. Kings, as the kids say. But you cannot pick them. And the problem is they can't pick each other either. We've gotten to a point in the relationship because I've softened so much with my family. You know, you raise kids, you got to be a little harder. Now they're adults. Kind of adults, you know, supposed to be adults. My youngest is 21. And my, and my mom, you know, I have a really overall really good relationship with all of them. Sure. But within each other, you know, I, I was an only child for the most part. I have a half-sister who I absolutely adore and love, and, and we have a great relationship now. But when I was growing up, I didn't really have that. And so I was kind of only child. So I this fighting and bickering that people do for no apparent reason. It doesn't make sense to me at all. It's a sibling thing. And, and so I will have my daughter, who definitely needs medication, or <laughs> different medication or something. I mean, she or take up, she's take up drinking. Something needs to change, probably. She, um, she'll say things to her brother that I'm like, I, you know what? That would, there'd be a fight if somebody actually said those words to me. Right. Especially and, somebody you know and love. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's just mean, but apparently it's not, you know, and, and, you know, it's just one of those things that you just you you can say those things, or at least they do here. I, it doesn't sound healthy to me at all. But they work. It takes five seconds. Everybody's over it. We move on. But yeah, it's always a weird dynamic. You get the family together. People behave like uh, like monkeys. You know, and they they go to the bathroom outside and they say mean <laughs> things to each other. It's a whole thing. So, FatJackSports.com. Let's talk about the bowl games. All uh, right, let's talk about the uh, playoff. Actually, the the playoffs and the championship game. And true to pull, full disclosure. Um, we're taping this. The games have not been played yet, uh, the semis. So we're going to talk a little about what we think is going to happen in the semis, but more about if certain teams get there. And so we may look foolish this week because I, you know, I could steer clear of all of it, Brandon, but it is relevant. It's a big. Sure. You, it um, gives people a, a, an insight into the thought processes of how we come to the to the end result. Yeah, and, and I, I will lead in by saying 
that, and I told Brandon this off the air, that I don't believe that I know exactly what Texas is and isn't as a football team. Um, and part of making a lot of money, as we've done again this year, is knowing, kind of knowing where to steer clear. When you get to these games, and you look at last year's January results, you'll see I rolled through everything, including the national championship game. Playoffs are great. The, this year's playoffs is going to be incredibly profitable. I'm dialed in on the top teams. We talked about Baltimore. I gave Baltimore out in August. I know exactly what Baltimore is. They are, they are a flawed team also. Mm-hmm. And I, I said this about, um, uh, about Alabama, that they're flawed. Baltimore's flawed. They're not a guaranteed to win anything. But the fact that I know exactly what they were preseason, I'm dialed in the NFL. Things are going great. So that's going to be a lot of problems. These These two na- national semis and, and, more importantly, the finals, I do not believe that Texas and Sarkeesian specifically, I'm looking at you, head coach, I don't think you are uh, ready for this moment. And I may, again, might look stupid by the time this thing runs. But I believe that he is a conservative coach to a fault with a football team that you can't be conservative. Um, now, in the semis, I don't know that his good defense might be enough because I don't lo- love the Pac-12. I understand they played pretty well in the bowl season, but I don't love who they are. But I do think I'm getting the better quarterback here um, at Washington. So if they don't turn the ball over, turnovers are even, I think Washington wins that game. Um, if they turn it over a bunch, which is, is not as big an if when you're playing a Texas team, that will take the ball away. They're stingy. They're really good up front. They're kind of like an SEC team. Much more equipped to go in the SEC, in my opinion, than is OU right now. OU still looks to me like a Big 12 team that has a better defense. Where Texas, to me, looks like a pretty good, not great, pretty good. Um, think Missouri this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, good defense. and Not, not LSU. LSU is better offensively, not as good defensively. But Think Missouri. I just don't think – I think if Texas plays in the SEC, we're not talking about them right now. I really don't. I think they lose a couple games um, um, based on what they did. And I understand why they beat Alabama, but I've talked about this around the country. I think that was more about turnovers. I mean, Alabama turned the ball over. Quarterback was young, played bad. They lost. That's that's what happens. Uh, Alabama's a different team. I think it's a very evenly matched Final Four. I've said for two months now Georgia was the best one-loss team and team in the country. Mm Mm-hmm. And if they were healthy, they're absolutely the best team in the country. And that includes Florida State. I don't care if Florida State was all healthy. By the way, great job, Knowles. You know, Florida State, I like Florida State football about as much as I like Florida State football fans. Um, they they really know how to roll over and play dead. I mean, that's like a next level um, of folding up the shop and going home. That's a, and that's honestly, next- we saw this with Florida a couple years ago. Uh, when, they played, uh, when they played Oklahoma, I think in the Cotton Bowl, they had a bunch of people opt out and were like, well, we were just, you know, they, they, they had every built-in excuse to be like, oh, well, this game didn't mean as much because X, Y, Z. So Florida State deciding, oh, well, we're not in the playoff. Yet the whole month leading up to the game, they were like, well, if we win, we're national champions. If you're going to talk that smack, you better at least freaking try in the game. It's so hard. You know, when you start losing, that's what makes bowl so hard. Right? You, you start losing players through the entire process up until kickoff, basically. There mm-hmm. were some of these teams that guys were opting out the day of. Like a, week, had, a week of, yeah. And, and the, it's so difficult to, as a football, having nothing to do with the gambling, which is also really hard. But uh, being able to put that together and put in new – it's really, really hard. But I, I, I've, I've told this before. Georgia fans are my least favorite in the country by far, simply because they bark like animals from start to finish, and it fair. makes me want to s- strangle somebody. That's fair. But as far as the personality of fans that I would least likely to hang out with, 
and least likely to enjoy being around. It's a slam dunk Florida State. I've been to three Florida State games. The super hot women are incredible. They're pirates. They're the type that will slap you when you get in a fight if you're if you're dating them. Maybe if you're not dating them. You're getting a drink in the face. The good-looking girls are going to throw a drink in your face. That, that's who they are. And big talkers, and there's no filter. They're the type of people that fight, and they say anything and everything. You know, you're fighting over who, who washed the dishes, who didn't wash the dishes. She says, oh, yeah, well, you're horrible in bed. You know, that's, that's, that's a Just Florida cut State you deep. fan. As deep as they, you know, they take the gloves off. That's a Florida State fan. Right. And for them to roll over like that, that's very much the personality in line. By the way, don't email me Florida State, but don't care. Not changing my opinion because you email me, email me and call me something stupid. That's that's for sure. But, yeah, that was about par for the course. But I said Georgia, I thought it was the best football team in the country, even after losing to, to Alabama. Everybody loses. We see that. I mean, except Washington, apparently. So if Washington or Michigan win, I guess we'll say you know, they're the best. I think that Alabama is a little more equipped for the situation than is Michigan. Um, first and second down is going to be the key. Are they able to run it, play action, or excuse me, even run it a little bit, even more so play action. Can't turn the ball over Michigan. Very good defensively. These are very evenly matched games, though. So there's not a lot of advantage one way or the other. Um, who do you think is going to win it all? We won't have you break down. Who do you think is going to win the whole thing, Brandon? I think Alabama wins it all, just because the, there's a in a in a uh, knowing that there's a potential revenge spot on the line. You know, if they win, they and the Texas wins, then, then they have they can avenge the 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 only loss of the season and come back and do that. Uh, that said, I think from a matchup standpoint, I trust Nick Saban more than I than I trust Jim Harbaugh. And I got a sneaky feeling about Washington. And if that's the case, if Alabama plays Washington, I think they win by double digits. Is there a chance that either Washington or or Texas? I mean, there's obviously a chance. They're all very good football teams. But um, what what odds would you would you say? I, I think it's three to one. And I'm not going to get three to one in the money line on the whoever wins. But I do think even if Michigan wins, I think Michigan. And Alabama are both better, providing we don't get a major injury. That's the whole sure. thing, you know. But I do think you're. But both of those teams are considerably better, and and more equipped for the moment. You know, we forget Michigan's been in this spot recently. We talked about mm-hmm. them underachieving, but they, you know, they're going to learn from what they were in the playoff last year. Last year. None exactly. of these other, other four were. And so, I, I it's for me, it's three to one. You said, okay, take one of the take one of the other ones. I'd say, I will right, well, give me three to one. Other than that, I'd probably lay two. I'd probably lay two to one and take Michigan and Alabama over the winner of the other game. But um, are you in that range? You you you'd go someplace a little deeper. No, I, I'm there. I'm right there with you. I I I would put probably what's weird is even though Michigan comes in as the number one team in the in the playoff, I put them as the fourth favorite to to win it all just because of the, of the matchups that they have. And who I, I think it's so interesting. I've been saying this for <clears throat> excuse me a month, but a lot this last week, um, and I will again this week. Who who's Michigan played? Mm-hmm. Who's Michigan beaten? Who's Michigan's best win? That matters to me this time of year. I want a team that has been somewhat battle tested. That's why the SEC, in spite of what you think about Oklahoma and Texas going to the to the SEC with the expansion of the playoff. A huge advantage for the, both of those teams if they want to win a national title, having nothing to do with their overall record, but having everything to do with they are going to be back. They're not going to ever come into the play. We never say about Alabama or Georgia, whoever comes out of the SEC, who have they played. Never is said. Never, never we, a doubt. We know they're getting the best athletes in the country in the SEC. We know they're playing each other. Their second tier teams are getting very good, similar type athletes. 
where when you look at Michigan, you look at Ohio State. I mean, how did how did Penn State do? Penn State stinks. They, their bowl game was horrible. They had something to play for. Somebody talked to me about their opt outs. They didn't have a lot of opt outs. They just played bad and got um, massively outcoached by a dude who had an intern or had a, an offensive assistant create a Twitter account just for bulletin board material. Franklin is he is one of the most overrated, off putting dudes in college football. And he reminds you. He reminds me, and I don't want to make this. No, I'm not going to do it. I'll end up getting emails. I'm not going to do it. I'm not. I have two teams, but I'm not going to do either one of them. But I'll just tell you, Brent. He reminds me of one of these teams that can throw their helmet on the field and win eight games. They don't even have to show up. But they're they are a long way. They are light years away. From the coach on down to recruiting to everything mm-hmm. else, light years away from winning anything else. And we're going to see them in the playoffs for sure. They're going to get in. They're going to get an at-large. At Over the next five years, I bet they're in twice, um, at least once and probably twice. Um, because they're getting good athletes, but they are not – another team not equipped to take that next step. With with Michigan, that's where I land. It's who they beat. They beat Ohio State. They beat Penn State. Oh, oh, so? Who those teams beat? Ohio State beat Notre Dame. That's it. These, well, that let's, com- let's let's look at those wins in the in the in the bowl games. Ohio State, granted, quarterback issues, scored three points, looked li- yeah. completely lackluster, and Penn State absolutely got boat raced by and out coached by by Ole Miss. And I try not to put, yeah, how you know, I tell you what, Lane Kiffin when he's on, that dude's he's a fun coach Phenomenal. to follow. Phenomenal. Yeah, right? I mean, he is, and he that's a school that's a team you can get behind when he's on. When he's not on, he looks like an idiot who basically escaped the short bus and went out and started coaching. But when he's on, he that guy is next level good. And and we saw that. You're exactly right. I mean, they just absolutely out coached and outplayed him and cared and all that. I try not to put too much into the bowls because I understand the whole bowl dynamic. Sure. But but when you go back to the regular season, I'm looking at Michigan and I'm I think they gotta be looking saying, All right, yeah, we we've been we've been really good, but we haven't we haven't beaten anybody yet. So we don't know how good we actually are. And so that would be my point with them. Uh, even Washington, I think they've been more of a pressure cooker situation. I'll give credit due with Alabama, the win against Alabama. And Washington, they've been in that pressure situation with Oregon. Um, and so I, I think that matters. It's not just about how good you are, but it's about how equipped are you when you have to make a play, when you have to do something that you're not used to doing. Michigan won this year the similar way they always win. Holding teams down to you know double low into below twenty points scoring, playing decent offense, not turning the ball over. That's that's that typically doesn't get you across the finish line. We've seen that. It gets you in the game, gets you in the conversation, doesn't get you across the finish line. Go to FatJackSports.com if you're wanting to win money this week uh, or this month or this year. Now's the time. Preseason rates are coming up for everybody out there. If you're if you're through the Super Bowl right now. You've been offered early bird preseason rates that have been very, very low. I'm now giving incentives to guys that are signed up for the year the previous year. A re- another reason to get signed up through the entire year, do not do not cheap yourself. You're going to cost yourself more money long term, especially on years like this. And you're not going to get access to some of these really, really good deals that are going to get you every pick in every sport all year long it's going to essentially make you a winning sports gambler if you're even close to being able to follow instructions which i'm still amazed brandon that there are people out there that are not i mean it's, this a, last it's a daily week, struggle it's so ridiculous this last week i got i don't know 30 maybe 40 emails jack awesome year incredible run very nice thank you so much blah 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 
and I got one guy who's going to expose me again. I, I love the exposure emails. I think he's got access to my phone camera or something. So. Yeah, he's he's watching you watch Must videos because that's the only exposure that's going to happen. There's no exp- I post every result. Everybody gets the same plays. I've been vetted by everybody. I'm on a national TV show. I'm I'm the only guy that goes on the ESPN owned radio stations in New York, Chicago, and L.A. If I there was exposure to be had, I would have been exposed in the last thirty years. You can't. There is no exposure. Quit sounding like an idiot. Are you sounding like you just show me that you may be too stupid to gamble when you send an email that says anything like that? Like you're going to uncover, like you're you're John Stossel. You're going to uncover something that's there's nothing to uncover. The plays go out. I post the results, and then typically I go on Twitter and talk about it. Either way, win or lose. This last week I said best or best thing about Saturday's bowl games were the four and zero basketball. basketball. <laughs> right. Basically tell people, this is we lost in football. Here's how we did. It doesn't happen much, Brandon. But when we do, I, I'm out there so far out there. There's no exposure. And if you're able to screw up this year, you need to I hear what I say, Brandon. If you're out there this year, you screwed this year up, you need to quit gambling immediately. Period. Period. Don't sign up for me. Stop gambling until you're able to at least follow instructions because you if you can't if you haven't won this year and you haven't won this month and you haven't won on this stretch you are not in, you're not smart enough to gamble you really aren't it's just real or you're not you can't read and that's okay too i'm not judging you if you can't read I a lot of people can't read oh, all right, you know what that's fair that's absolutely fair but i'm not i'm just, all i'm saying is don't throw your hard earned money that you're making picking up cans into gambling, if you can't follow instructions enough, you don't have to be perfect this year. Just be able to, generally speaking, follow instructions. Yeah. So if you've lost it in that, don't gamble. Please stop gambling. Um, everybody else, go to FatJackSports.com. It's less than a hundred dollars a week to win. Seasonal package breaks down about forty bucks a week, fifty bucks a week. Very, very inexpensive. Free baseball season still up on the table. Probably coming off the table as we get into. Um, and by the way, don't you feel sad for Stanford, Steve? He's on here. His record's like 20 games under 500. I mean, talk about taking some abuse. Uh, he he gets everything he deserves. Um, there, question. He's not doing it question. Free, so. the, uh, the early bird pricing for, say, next year. You know, like you said, you're offering that to people who are signed up for the Super Bowl. Let's say someone today signs up for everything through the Super Bowl. Are they going to get the early bird pricing option? Yes. For? Awesome. It's exactly So you can right. make I'll... the choice to not only win the rest of this year, but also get yeah. discounts for the early bird pricing for the through everything for the 2025 Super Bowl. I've had a ton of people do that. Um, and I didn't, you know, what's funny. I didn't have to walk them through that, through that process. I just said, they said, well, I'd like to sign up for next year. I said, well, here's your options to sign up for next year, but your better deal is, is you can sign mm-hmm. up through this Super Bowl mm-hmm. and then early bird rates. That's all I said. And a lot of them kind of grab between the lines. Well, the minute they sign up through this Super Bowl, they got the email that said, if you want to go Super Bowl to Super Bowl, here's your rate. It's, it's a hundred cheaper than if you wait. So, yeah, you get rewarded. You're basically going to pay for, almost pay for, everything between now and this year's Super Bowl if you're planning on winning in 2024 simply by signing up, getting in the system, and then getting those early bird rates going forward, Super Bowl to Super Bowl. You're going to save the amount of money you're paying right now between now and this year's Super Bowl, if that makes sense. So um, how are we doing on time? We want to look at the NFL? You want to take a break? Let's let's look at the NFL, Jack. 20 teams heading into this weekend, still alive for the 14 playoff spots. Uh, I kind of feel like this is how the NFL wants it to be. Um, a bunch of teams, you know, just log jammed between uh, nine and seven and eight and eight. Uh, but the the fact that a team like the seven and nine Minnesota Vikings, the uh, nine and seven Houston Texans are still alive for a playoff spot is absolutely wild to me. 
Pittsburgh Steelers. Right. Um, how about how about so, where's your problem? Worst... Hey, well, I'm going to text Jim Triber the minute we're off this show. Some of the worst quarterback play the NFL has seen this year consistently, and they are alive going into the final day of the season. He said three guys, all of them bad. I mean, he doesn't have a a good one between them. And Tomlin just keeps being relevant, somewhat relevant. Now, Jim, Jim, those of you around the country who are listening, Jim Traber, uh, one of the, if not the best uh, sports talk radio show host I deal with on a yearly basis anywhere in the country. It's not. It's really not even close. The guy's really good at his job. Um, played for the Baltimore Orioles, played for Oklahoma State football and baseball, blah, 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 blah. If you're around the country, huge, huge Pittsburgh Steelers fan. And it, out there screaming and yelling from the rooftops, literally like King Kong hanging off the Empire State Building, how he hates everything going on. It's mediocrity. He's got to make a change, blah, blah, blah. And I keep saying, Tomlin's pretty good. Tomlin does this. Tomlin does that. No, no, I'm done, Jack. I'm done. Now, here we are. They may make the playoffs. What if they get hot? What if uh, right. the kid from OSU is – he just a light bulb went off, you Ma- know? Ma- the, it's Mason Rudolph. The the nose lights up red and then all of a sudden just guides Tomlin through the through the murky waters of, of the playoffs. Yeah, let's let's see if Jim's uh, attitude changes, if Mason Rudolph leads them to an AFC championship. I am so excited for the next month if they'll just win this week. They're a favorite at Baltimore, by the way. Three and a half, but Baltimore's playing for nothing. Right, they've uh, well, locked up the one seed. They're going to take some time off and rest and heal and, yeah. Yeah, if Harbaugh knows what he's doing, he won't even play Lamar. He won't play no. anybody. No. They've had enough injuries happen. They literally be like a preseason game. So, Pittsburgh, I really hope they make the playoffs. And then I like them with a couple games. If they do, if you're listening around the country, you should go on the uh, the Sports Animal app um, around the country at 3 o'clock on Fridays <laughs> and listen to G- If you want to see a guy's just head explode, because I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it coming as long as they're playing. Um, he'll be happy because they're winning, but it'd be a, it'd sure. be an interesting segment for sure. So Sports Animal app, it's Oklahoma City radio station, which is an absolute monster around the country um, as far as the sports talk radio station goes. Big big league talent. I mean, really good guys on that station. And uh, Jim Traber, kind of the poster child of that. And I'm gonna have him spend a little bit if we can just get Pittsburgh into the playoffs. Um, besides that, dealing with Week 18 teams. Brandon is a a different deal for sure. I would I would caution people this: if you're playing teams that have some, now, if you have teams that have locked up everything, like we just mm-hmm. talked about with the Steelers and the Ravens, that does not count. All right, but anything else, if you have teams that are playing for spots uh, versus teams that are playing to get in, or teams that are out, and as you said, there aren't many teams that are out this year, but teams that are all the way out, they've been eliminated. Playing teams that if they win, they get in. Be very, very careful about playing the team that you think has something to play for. Because what you, what people don't understand is that it's different from a fan's perspective. If you have a team, even if they're eliminated, every player on that team, their player, their players are all playing for their jobs. They're all playing for their positions. The coach is playing for it. They are doing everything they can to win, having nothing to do with who they're playing. But they will give you as much effort and a lot of times more. You know, wounded dog, wounded animal type mentality. Um Versus a team that has a little more pressure internally because they are playing to get in versus not getting in. Be very, very careful about playing that situation. It's not like you and I just out having motivation on what we're playing ping pong or something. These guys are playing for their livelihood. And a lot of times, more than 50% for sure, you're going to have the team that's playing for absolutely nothing uh, cover, at least, against the team that's playing for something. So that's the general rule. What are the other games that jump out at you this week? I mean, it's crazy because 15 of the 16 games have playoff implications. The only one that doesn't is Jets-Patriots. Um, I'm very excited to see the Sunday night finale. Buffalo at Miami. Winner wins the AFC East. 
likely is going to what take the probably the two seed, especially if 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 Miami wins. Uh, Kansas City, though, Jack. I mean, they were this close to potentially missing the playoffs if they were to lo- to have lost Sunday and then turn around and lost this weekend. So they're they're on on murky waters. But that that Miami Buffalo game for me is like the the most important game of the weekend because again, both teams uh, have something to play for. Uh, Miami can can get home field except for you know obviously the AFC championship game uh but that that is that is an exciting one for me I'd like Miami to have some home field because I'm going to be down here in South Florida a lot and I would mm. definitely hit hit those playoff games I'm not no, I mean you can go. get tickets I'm sure Yeah I mean they they're filling up more uh since they're good but I would like them to have a home playoff game uh Buffalo is what I told everybody Buffalo was 6 weeks ago um they are a dangerous Maybe 16 weeks ago if we're being honest Right I mean it's been a while since Josh Allen basically had three or four turnovers in the first two or three games. I said, now, hold on. Mm-hmm. They, they shore that up. This team's got everything else to become really relevant really quick, and they have just grinded and grinded. Um, now they go in the Super Bowl. It, I don't think they're going to win, but it's not going to surprise me if they play late, Brandon. This team's made up. With Josh Allen not turning the ball over, um, this team is made up to win some games in the playoffs, for sure. And I don't care where it's played. This team has had their back against the wall the entire year for the most part, and they're figuring out a way to handle that. So they're a sleeper. You know, I, I talked Baltimore. I gave Baltimore 30-1 to 1 preseason. Uh, we're going to start talking next week about how you hedge that back. I have clients that listen to this show regularly, listen to podcast. They download the podcast of the show, and they listen regularly, and they all have, you know, maybe it's 100 bucks to win 3000 or 2500 or maybe it's, you know, I six figures for me um, for Baltimore to win it all. So we're going to talk through starting with next week's show about how you handle that, how exactly how to heads that back. So you don't need to email me if you're out there and like, Hey Jack, I've got a ticket. I, there are hundreds of you out there. I know mm-hmm. they do. Um, you don't need to email me. Just listen to the show. And that starting next week, I'm going to show you how to heads that back exactly. And then based on what happens, if they win, I'll say, all right, here's how we're going to do now. Blah, 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 blah. So I'll get you down. I'll get you to where that one good decision you made in August is going to make you money this year on that one good decision, no matter what. So go to, if you, you know, and Jack, and guys, if you're out there and you like this, if you like, you know what? I'd like to have a $3,000 payday to start 2024. I'd like to make an extra $2,000 for something I bet on back in August. And this is not the win totals that also turn to profit. I'm not asking mm-hmm. that. Just, just that one decision. Well, it wasn't like it was the first year. I gave you the Rams three years ago. I gave you Philly last year. They made the game. We had hedged out of that, and now I'm giving you Baltimore. It's not like I'm missing much with these teams playing in the Super Bowl. So next year, you might want to set your calendars. Uh, because Subscribe gonna... to the podcast. Watch us on YouTube. Do it. Do all this. Do all the stuff. Thank you. It's not hard. All you do is just pay a little bit of attention, and do it when you're when you're starting to think about football anyway. And most likely, you're going to get something that you can turn into green, hard, cold cash this time of year heading into next year. So go to FatJackSports.com, get signed up today, and win. You're listening to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Call 1-800-298-1383 or the simplest thing, log on to FatJackSports.com and get ready to win. Hey, this is the Fat Jack, and we've now started a new year. Are you making any changes that are going to help turn you into a winning sports gambler? Go to FatJackSports.com, and for less than $100 a week, you can consistently build profit betting the games. $100 players up over $4,000 over the last month, and we're going to continue to win into the new year. Players are emailed to you. It's very hassle-free, and you'll consistently make money for less than $100 a week. Go to FatJackSports.com and make 2024 a winning win betting the games.
Hey, it's Brandon Rush from the Fat Jack Sports Service. If you want to stay in touch with everything related to the Fat Jack, follow us on all the socials. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, you name it. We are there at Fat Jack Sports. You can also watch the Fat Jack Sports Hour on YouTube every weekend. Plus, see funny clips from the show, see Jack's appearances on the nationally syndicated TV show, Beat the Odds. Stay connected to the Fat Jack at Fat Jack Sports on all the socials and on YouTube. Welcome back to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. And for the final time today, here is our host, even though it's a new year, the winning is not new. He's the Fat Jack. Thank you so much, Brandon. Fat Jack Sports Hour, segment number three. About eight minutes left in the show. Wrapping up the first show of 2024. Happy New Year, everybody. Make this a great one. Dominate 2024. I, I, I felt like 2023 went really, really well for me. Not just from a, a gambling standpoint, not just from a client, from a, a business, all that. But just overall, I feel like I'm peaking. Um, if I keep my mom out of the bushes, I'll be in business in 2024. <laughs> For sure. It's going to be a big, big year. Um, and, and if you want to win betting, go to FatJackSports.com. There are going to be other states, hopefully, that legalize sports gambling in the coming year. And if you're going to Vegas, take our picks for the weekend. But a good time to get signed up. Um, New Year's resolutions. Brandon, what do you got? I, I generally abstain because my – my personality, something in my brain is like, I'm, I'm really good at building things and then getting the point to where it's like, all right, boom, let's go. And then I'm, I'm great with it for like two months. And then after a while I get bored. So I, I generally try to stay away from making new resolutions. Well, so admitting defeat beforehand, I mean, that's one way to do it. I mean, your, accepting your flaws. Your new year's resolution is to not have a new year's resolution. It just, and just you can't, you. you can't break it if, if it, if it never was, was, was set. That's right. You're just going to be you this year. That's it. You're going to do a better it's, it's job a, it's of a being vibe. you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, well, good. I don't know if that's a start much, but it's a start. Um, I, I'm going to build back, Brandon. I'm going to okay. full-fledged build back. I have lost, in the last in the last five years, I've lost 135 pounds. In the last year, less than that, six, nine months, six months, I've lost about 40 pounds, 35 pounds. Nice. I look like an unstuffed teddy bear had a baby with a Sharpay. <laughs> there's there's some wrinklage going on is what I'm oh, you're getting at. Gosh, I it's so unattractive. It's like it's like God deflated me. It's like I was a blown up Michelin man and they put a hose in my rectum and deflated me. I I look like I'm wearing a costume that nobody put the fluff in. I'm not not in 2024, brother. Not this okay. year. Not on my watch. I'm going to build back. So here's what I'm going to do. One push-up a day for every day of the month. So today, so on the first, you're going to do one push-up. On the second, one, you're going to do two push-ups. I'm going to do two push-ups. On the third, I'm going to do three push-ups. And I okay. may build in some, because that's not going to do it. Everybody out there that's a workout person say, hey, dummy that's not going to do anything it's just going to it's going to give you a a better gun show for people to look at which i'm going to do because my arms are part of the problem but i may i may institute some sit-ups in there as well i'm not going to the gym yet i may blend in some cardio these are all pipe dreams on the first of the month of the first of the year many many people out there have have very similar goals sure but but i'm going to try all of that i'm going to try all but what i am going to do this year 
one push-up per day for the month. Now, the key is, at first I was going to do one per day the whole year. So the December 31st was going to be 365 push-ups. That is not realistic. The uh, the Oregon Duck does that uh, when when Oregon scores touchdowns. You know, they score a touchdown, he'll go do he'll do six push-ups. But then, like, let's say they're up 28 to, to nothing on Eastern Washington. He's doing 28 push-ups. That, that cumulative effect is going to ruin uh, the average person. Truth be told, Brandon, I'm not positive I can do one push-up. I'm pretty sure you can do one. You would think. Everybody would think. <laughs> but I am a 54-year-old, going to be a 53-year-old man that has not done an actual now I did some girl push-ups about a month ago. Those count. And they they burned. I mean, they were burning. I couldn't lift my arms for a month. I mean, it was I did about nine of them, and I was out for lo- I, I, eating dinner. I looked like one of those blow-up things outside the car dealership. I mean, just flailing my arms at the plate. Um, so I'm not sure I could do one, but I definitely can't do 365, and I don't think I'm going to do build-up because I'm going to do one every day. So here's what I'm going to do: one today. Two tomorrow, three, and so on and so forth. And then when I get to the end of the month, I'm going to start over. So, so February first, back, back to, to one. one, back to one. What if in February you added one sit up? So you did one push up, one sit up. This is from the guy who just said he's not going to do anything this year. Hey, I I am a helper. <laughs> I I am a visionary for others. I'm amused. You are you are you're part of the think tank. You're not going to do I, it, but you're part of the I'm think also, tank. I love it. I'm also so, part of the problem. You are part of the part of the problem and the solution. I like it. I don't hate that idea. Let's see. We're gonna. You know what? Listen to this see how show. January out there. goes. I'm not gonna lie to people. You'll be able to see. And by the way, I'll take a picture. I'm gonna take a before picture. And then we're off this show, and then I'm gonna take a picture at the end of the month. And you're right. If I have done all thirty, then February first. Why the heck not? Let's add a sit up. So one push up, one sit up. By by, by December, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. Gonna be swole. Yeah. That's right. I'm gonna have. A, I'm gonna have a, a six pack by then. We're Sharp pay create... traded in. We're going to have to create a whole new Instagram just for Fat Jack Thirst Traps. I'm so excited for that. Karen's excited for the ladies to love me, too. I can already tell. So, um, All right. How much time do we have? <laughs> Virtually none. All right. Well, we didn't do as much as I'd hoped. But next week, there's another opportunity to be better. That's what 2024 is about. So um, any final thoughts, Brandon, before we get out of here? I, I'm very excited that we are just a few weeks away from uh, from Super Bowl week in Vegas. Um, actually talked to a, a client in Vegas less the earlier this week, and uh, he says it's already getting nuts. So I can only imagine what that weekend's going to bring. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that whole thing. That's a whole other thing we need to get into because I'm going to do more of that. Great job, by the way. Thank you. Because that whole thing was to a point where I, it was going to be ugly, and you you basically did the right thing. Which is uh, which is your demeanor and great job for you. So we'll talk about part that more next. Part of the week. solution, Jack. I am part of the solution. Really is. You're making 2024 better for everybody, including me. So, all right, guys, have a great week. Please uh, wager responsibly. Don't drink and drive. Do anything stupid this year. And uh, until next week, get signed up at FatJackSports.com. Have a great weekend. You have been listening to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. You're listening to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Call 1-800-298-1383 or the simplest thing, log on to FatJackSports.com and get ready to win. Hey, this is the Fat Jack, and we've now started a new year. Are you making any changes that are going to help turn you into a winning sports gambler? Go to FatJackSports.com, and for less than $100 a week, you can consistently build profit betting the games. $100 players up over $4,000 over the last month 
and we're going to continue to win into the new year. Place your email to you. It's very hassle-free, and you'll consistently make money for less than $100 a week. Go to FatJackSports.com and make 2024 a winning when betting the games.